your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to a Friday, a Tregoski Friday. Again, I don't. Every time we start the show, I'm like, oh yeah, Tregoski Friday. We need Tregoski music. <laughs> kind of Tregoski. That's the that's the giggles of Lacrosse UW Lacrosse political science professor Anthony Tregoski. We've moved him closer. You were over there a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. And now we've moved you closer, and you got your laptop all ready to go. Uh, we're, uh, we're ready to go here. There's like tons of just. There's a lot of weird stories, I would say. And then um, I don't know if you. I, I, and I don't even know if we'll get into the, like Ron Johnson's Wuhan Wuhan theory. I don't. I, I don't know about that. But um, just just to let's let's just get an overview. Uh, voter fraud yep. in Wisconsin. We've come up with voter. Uh, we've got a number for the amount of voter fraud. We got 27. Uh, not, you, you, I, I was going to save that. I was going to tease uh, that. Really. <laughs> he not ruined the 20, bit. Sorry. Yeah, we're, we're you know, <laughs> let's let's do the math here. Um, of course, 2,655 away from overturning, at least having a tie. All right. So we've, we're at 27 now. Making a dent in it. And if there's 27 cases of voter fraud in Wisconsin... That means they're all for Joe Biden, right? Exactly. That, we right. make that assumption. Right. If you want to read that story, it's at wisdomnews.com. So we have that story. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about the incentivizing people to get the vaccine. Um, there's there's lotteries. There's uh, Oregon's doing like multiple lotteries, like a million dollar grand prize, and then ten thousand dollars per county to yeah. do a lottery. It makes you makes you if you did it here. And you lived in La Crosse County, going, man, I wish I lived in Jackson County because there's so many less people. My odds of winning the lottery would be way better uh, because so many less people are getting vaccinated there. And then maybe you could sue the state because it's unfair because your your population is is lower in one county or the other, right? And there'd be lawsuits. And that was another story, right? The the idea that uh, Republicans in the state have hired a lawyer at 500 bucks an hour to, what was it? What were they doing? 500 bucks an hour, a lawyer to take care of their lawsuit about how the stimulus money can't be used to offset tax cuts. And they would like to have tax cuts that could be offset by federal money. That's part of a multi-state lawsuit that Wisconsin Republicans want to get involved with. And the lawyer's going to be making a cool $500 an hour on that one. Man, that's very confusing. Isn't that a great gig? We got to we gotta have a lot. I, I feel like all of government is just a gig. To, <laughs> to It's like dueling lawsuits, and they're all just in cahoots with lawyers. I feel like it's just a – like when, when you talk about QAnon being this thing where people are going after uh, – people believe that Democrats are running a satanic – uh, child pedophile ring where they eat right. the flesh of babies or people or something, something. like that. Yep. Um, if you want to just take it a broader view of it, government and lawyers are in cahoots with each other just to sue each other at a continuous rate <laughs> for each and everything possible. Paddle wheelers. Are we going to sue the governor over paddle, paddle, not paddle wheelers, paddle wheels. Um, that was another story that that's coming. Uh, that came out today. Governor Evers vetoing for a second time. Um, we need a five hundred dollar a lawyer lawyer on that case too. Yeah, like so. So essentially, if you and I wanted to have like a lacrosse talk PM raffle, we get a paddle wheel, and right. here's somebody that called in could win 
Governor Evers says, no, that's you can't. Because, it Does it have to be cash? Did you get dive that deep into the story? I, I, I didn't. Like, it, what if it's meat versus cash? Well, what if like, it's the brats we have sitting the in the brats. break room over there? We have yeah. free brats in here today. Millie is in studio. She's going crazy because we, we're both eating brats. <laughs> brats and they have, the show, they yeah. have sauerkraut on them, so I can't. I don't feel real comfortable giving Millie a brat with sauerkraut because you're not supposed to get sauerkraut onions. They seem related. They might even be the same thing. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I just eat it, and I know dogs can't eat it. So sorry, Millie. She's sitting over there. Uh, but all right. So I don't know. What do you want to? We let's just two minutes. I can we can pull this out for two more minutes before we go to Brad in the news. But the other thing with the the lottery for vaccines, um, we have. If anyone has a good idea to get people to take the vaccine, shoot me a text six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four, or or call and break it down for us. Uh, the idea of giving straight cash seems like a terrible idea. That's what Ohio's doing. Five you, $1 million prizes. Yeah, and in, in, in Oregon, too, I think Oregon, I, yeah. I sent that to you. Um, you have a good idea. We'll save that till after the break. Um, and then you saw another idea. BuzzFeed wrote about it. Just the uh, a certain app or, or websites and applications. Dating apps. Dating apps. And we'll talk about how... Uh, um, we're the, the U S government, right? The feds are getting in on this. We're going to get, we're going to get into bed with the dating, big dating. I app. see what you did there. Get into yeah. bed. <laughs> we're going to get into bed with big dating and big dating app. How would we do that? We did big chicken a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> big, big dating, big singles. I don't know. That would uh, that sounds like its own app, um, but we'll talk about that as well. Um, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. If you want to get in here, we're going to get and on to- Facebook live. You can see Millie right now. Oh yeah. Millie's just kind of <laughs> Millie's bugging Trigoski. She gets like second and third wins. She'll lay down for a while and then she'll be like up and hyper for no reason. It's, it's very, I, I don't know. I don't really question it. She can do whatever she wants. Um, all right. Brad's got to do the news. We'll be back after this. All right. Welcome back to lacrosse talk PM 608. 608- 785-7914 is the talk at text line. If you want to get in here, we've got a political science professor in here, UWL's Anthony Tregoski. So if you got like political questions for him, if you want him to solve the Middle East crisis, <laughs> Palestine and Israel, uh, don't ask him that one. Actually, he doesn't have any answers for you on that one. I will have Keith Knutson in next Tuesday, who's like an expert in this stuff. I was, I was like, because I just, I asked him any idea about this stuff or and he's like, I lived in Saudi Arabia for a year. I've taken multiple classes out there. And I don't think they're doing Viterbo classes to Saudi Arabia lately, I doubt. So I don't know. Right. That would be an interesting field trip. No political science uh, trips out to the Middle East for UWL? We did one for Ireland recently. Ireland. A little different. Yeah, a little, little different. A little different than, than uh, maybe Israel, Palestine. Um, all right, 608-785-7914. Let's, let's dive into uh, – oh, and the, with our – meandering before the break uh one of the things that i missed is scott's comment today guest comment from bill fian and it'll be a bill fian comment on police and we'll get to that after he does the comments so you can all hear it but if you want to read it it's at wisdomnews.com go under blogs and it's uh it's titled we should support our police and um you're going are you going to do a scott's comment next week is that- i am officially doing a scott's i think it's official yeah doing a scott's comment on friday of next week friday okay so stay tuned for that that'll be interesting because maybe you make you will make you read it live no i'm just kidding i uh, will have you <laughs> recorded just so you can get the because that would be a lot of pressure just to read it live 
Um, but I think he actually could handle it. So we'll talk about that in a, in a little bit. The the Bill Feehan comment, Bill's comment, I guess. But I don't know why I say his last name. Um, all right. So vaccines and getting people to take vaccines, incentives for people to take vaccines. Governor Evers has a plan or not? Do we have a Wisconsin plan? Well, he said that he's not going to do the Ohio million-dollar lottery approach. Yeah, the lottery approach. Ohio's. Is there any facets to that besides just? I know one state was giving out lottery tickets, which is yeah. just—is that what Ohio is doing? Oh, you could give some scratch-off tickets. Yeah, that's what one state is doing, and it's just like perpetuating this thing that poor people use to right. think they're going to get out of it. The, the the idea that we have lottery like scratch-off tickets is, is ludicrous. Like we won't do paddle wheels right but we'll have scratch off tickets um but oregon's doing something like that too each county wins each county someone that gets vaccinated will win ten thousand dollars i wonder if there's a grandfather clause like um you're already vaccinated like you got vaccinated rather early are you eligible for that because or is it only people starting now that get vaccinated because that would be better odds and you're really trying to incentivize them to get vaccinated but like a ten thousand dollar prize per county and a million dollar overall prize um and so Wisconsin's not, we're not going to do anything? No, not that I'm aware. I, hey, I said give away five sets of Packers season tickets. To and one that would person. be to, uh, yes, to one person. And that would be more effective than the million dollar yeah, prize. If you, if you, it, it is funny. That, that is very Wisconsin. What do you, what would you rather have? One million dollars or a Packers season, you know, because you're on the season ticket list for life. You're there. You're there for life. So, and I think it's like a 30 year wait if you want yeah. to get uh, season tickets for the Green Bay Packers. But I feel like if you won a million dollars, you could probably give someone a hundred thousand dollars to, but they can't. They can't sign over their rights to their season tickets unless they're family. So you might be onto something here. The idea that uh, Wisconsin should would be more Wisconsinites would be more incentivized to get the vaccine if Packer tickets, season tickets for life, were on the line rather than straight cash. I would make that bet that that would get the most people to get vaccinated. A Packer season ticket lottery. Yeah, five different pairs of tickets, Packers for life. Um, because yeah, because we can we can get in the lottery at any point, right? Sure. We can do the scratch offs now. Like that's nothing. That's not, that's so not, uh, it's not a very creative idea. Ohio, Oregon, like we, we need creativity here. We need I, creativity. I wonder what, I mean, or Oregon's no, Oregon doesn't have a football team. I was going to say the Seahawks, but that's Washington. I'm just over there. Uh, Ohio though, man, they've, they've got plenty of football opportunities. Oh, yeah. I bet the Browns are sold out. The Browns have to be similar to the Packers, <laughs> right? Where you can't just get Brown season tickets. It's Pro- be. Probably not anymore. I mean, they're actually good now. Yeah. Well that, and I, the, you know, the, just that fan base seems rabid enough that they would always sell out. Um, so is there a better idea? Does anyone have a better idea than that? I mean, what like we're thinking probably as uh, these states are probably thinking too big, like $10,000. How about just a hundred dollars? Yeah. Well, like, West Virginia is doing that for the young people who are getting vaccinated. They're getting a $100 savings bond, which okay. still exists. Apparently savings bond. Savings bond. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what that is. Like, <laughs> does, do you get to use it? What? It's once you turn 18 or something, you have to wait a while for it to reach its full value. That's the thing with the savings bond. Does it start as like twelve dollars and eventually it'll work up to basically, basically. That sounds like a terrible idea. I mean, just <laughs> I mean, a hundred dollars, or um, I know some businesses out there are paying you a, a couple of hours of work 
So if you, you, I don't know if you have to show them the vaccine card or, or just the honor system here, but you get like two or four hours of paid, whatever your salary or yeah. your hourly salary is. Um, maybe, maybe the states could do that somehow, but um, maybe incentivize by giving, I don't know, like incentivize businesses, but businesses don't have any people working for them right now. So oh, no one wants to work, Rick. And then we're going to get rid of the three. That's the other thing we didn't even get into. This idea that we're going to cut. So let's let's dive into that because the, the oh the the last thing with vaccines the 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 federal government is getting in bed with dating dating, dating apps, apps or singles apps if yep. whatever you want to call. It. I guess you don't have to be single. Uh, there's probably some dating apps where you're not single. Um, um, let's see, like uh, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, Okay, Okay, Cupid. Those are the ones that are partnering with the government to give you a special status if you say that you're you can you can say that you're vaccinated yeah. and then you can filter out potential mates based on their vaccination status and dates. you can get dates. You, you have dates. to say not mates. Dates. I don't think we're I mean that's the end game, but yeah, dates. <laughs> dates, yes. <laughs> or and then you can get special perks in the app. Because, you know, maybe at some point, if you reject a certain amount of people, then it says you have to wait like another day before yeah, you can. The, the dating apps. Well, first of all, if your wife's listening, you were reading those <laughs> dating apps. So it's, it wasn't he was reeling them all off off the top of his head. She's like, how does he know all these? Is, is We've my been husband... together since these even existed. Like, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no that idea. doesn't mean that you're not getting, <laughs> maybe you're getting bored with your wife and you're on all these singles apps. These, this new thing you never got to try because you've been in a relationship since before they existed. I'm onto something here. I'll, I'm going to let her know. Um, no, but the, uh, in these apps, uh, you can, if you're, there's a, like anything, there's a, even these like gem, these games, these, yeah. there, there's a baseline level. And then if you pay money, you get you the get, freemium model, yeah, the, right? Yeah, the free like model. you get you get a crappy version of the app for free, yeah. and then like the good version if you pay. The crappy version of a dating app is like you can look at everybody that you might be able to go on a date with, but you can't talk to them. So then you have to hunt them down on Facebook and feel really creepy about it. And you know, people love that. Um, so that was the, that's the last thing on the uh, the vaccine lottery. Unless somebody wants to text me an idea. Uh, of a way to get people. By the way, Rick. Yeah. According to White House COVID nineteen advisor Andy Slavitt, people who display their vaccination status are fourteen percent more likely to get a match. Okay. So there's all the incentive right there. Profile picture. Yeah. Just a vaccine card with your name <laughs> on it, or maybe you pointing to it. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's fourteen percent. How do how do we even know that? How do we even know that? Research from OKCupid. Okay. So hey, it must be legit, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Um, or they're really just trying to suck you into their trying to drum up once business. You, yeah. Once you're, I don't know that because that's got to expire at some point. You're, you're, once your vaccine wears out and you need a booster, yep. Then your premium level singles account uh, also <laughs> wears out. Um. Okay, but we, I did. I did talk. We did talk a little bit about the idea that Republicans this week seem to be. And, and Governor Evers today seemed to be just axing, you want to do this? No, nope, we're not doing that. You want to do, no, nope, we're not. Just It's just this back and forth. Um, have you, do you pay attention to Minnesota politics at all? Because yeah. they signed their state budget, $52 billion state budget. But they have a split House and Senate and a Democratic governor. Oh, it's a, man, it, it's, it's a wonder how things get done. I've, I, again, I feel like we should require 
that we don't have parties. We just, if there's, if we're electing what Jill Billings here, right? Jill Billings. We also have to elect a Republican version of Jill Billings. <laughs> and then every, every, but then we'd have to pay double the salaries, I suppose. But every, every uh, county or, or district has a, a Republican and a, and a Democrat representation. Well, we get to do your favorite thing next week, the gavel in, gavel out special session oh. over the Badger Care expansion. Yeah, that's that'll be the third time that we've gaveled in and out of a special session because I know one was on policing bills. Another yep. was on updating the unemployment uh, system, I guess, which uh, if you want to gavel in and out of policing bills, fine, because controversial – uh, even though the, the the policing bills could have been debated and voted sure. against, I don't understand why we're we're not doing that. It's going to set me off again. But like we can't we can't meet in session just to discuss uh, updating the unemployment system. We're just going to point to Governor Evers and say it's your fault. You figure it out. Yeah, I mean, you could theoretically in a special session have a debate and then put members of the legislature on the record through actually taking a vote on. The things that were put on the agenda in this case, you know, there's nothing stopping the Republicans in the legislature from having a debate and then having a vote on the Badger Care expansion. It's just a matter of them gaveling in and out and not even having that debate and not even having that vote in the first place. For every session that that the legislature gavels in and out of ten thousand dollar fine, we need to do we need to start making the sports. If they complain about something, $10,000 fine, $20,000 fine. We need referees. We need all this stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it'd be interesting, right? And then the third one that they gaveled in and out of was something about – there were gun measures, Guns, right? yep. Uh, but that was pre-pandemic. I, no, maybe that was – I can't remember if that was – pre. yeah, I think that was pre-pandemic. Because there was this 10-month window, right? I bring this up all the time. Literally 10 months where our state legislature didn't do a thing. Right. When you talk about maybe you should give that salary back because you guys literally didn't do anything. You didn't debate on legislation. You didn't, of course, you didn't pass any legislation. And then you ignored two special sessions by the governor. Um, so, hey, Republicans, I mean, this is your fault, all that. Um, all right. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. I do kind of want to get into the $300. Um, that's that's the big one. Yep. That, that We're going to act special benefits, uh, special federal money for the unemployed. But the, the easier one to just point to real quick is that we don't want to give Capitol Police officers body cams. Why, why, is, why is that? That seems like... If all the, the of if we don't want to be playing politics with one thing or another, um, giving police officers body cams. Do the police officers not want body cams? I guess if they said that, maybe we'd think about it. But if the police officers say they don't want body cams, then you're like, hmm, why not? Yeah, yeah, and you know, obviously this is a contentious issue, but the majority of law enforcement agencies in Wisconsin do use body cameras. And apparently the Capitol Police will not be doing that, I guess, based on what just happened in the Joint Finance Committee, axing the spending to it's just about $100,000, right, for yeah, body cams. It wasn't a ton of money I, for in regards to, if you want to compare it to the other thing they axed, was $70 million yeah. over two years to for a homeless initiative, which was essentially, a, a, I think a big chunk of that was building affordable housing where people could buy homes. I, I don't honestly, I'm not sure if, if, if that helps the homeless all that much because you're homeless because you can't get, you know, there's, there's probably a, a, a starting point there where it's not right. 
I'm homeless. I just need to get a mortgage. <laughs> You're right. I just need to. There was part of the news about that that really caught my eye, that a study by the nonpartisan Wisconsin Legislative Council found last year that housing prices in Wisconsin increased by 25% over the last five years. And that's attributed to construction not keeping pace with population growth, though that is more about, I think, like the cost of housing versus homelessness. Right. I suppose like they're related, but very different issues. Yeah. The, the, are we building affordable housing in terms of like homeless people could rent an apartment right, right. and therefore with maybe 300 bucks a month. But the, again, they have well, that to, gets the not in my backyard people activated. <laughs> right. Right? We're doing that. We're doing that yep. uh, down the road here in, yep. in La Crosse. And maybe because of who is trying to put up that affordable housing, but there's uh, an apartment building on market street, I believe up for, it's been up for debate on whether or not to tear down whatever building is there and build affordable housing there. So um, we support affordable housing, except in this case. Except if you're. Except if it's this affordable housing project. We don't, we except, don't like if this, except if it's the one down the street from where I live. Yeah, that's true, too. So we'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914. If you're watching Facebook Live, you can UW lacrosse political science professor Dr. Anthony Chagoski mowing down abroad. While um, your dog stared at me and made me feel really bad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's uh, I think over the hundreds of years of domesticating dogs, <laughs> they have they have uh, been able to manipulate their eyes. There's a story about you remember this story about how dogs have like they give you the droopy puppy dog essentially eyes. They make you this is so she is doing that on purpose to make you feel guilty for not giving her a bra. You could have gave her some of the bread. <laughs> but I didn't either. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. So that was uh, Bill's comment in place of Scott's comment today. And Scott didn't do his news correctly. Good job, Scott. Um, but but the, the, the couple of things that stand out in the idea that we should support the police, um, creating an oversight board isn't unsupportive of police is it is it the is it the opposite of supporting police by creating a an oversight board that has nothing to do that that is outside of the police that's what i don't understand about this debate rick like are is it a dichotomous situation where on one of the spec end of the spectrum you can support the police and on the other end of the spectrum you can have a police accountability board like are those things at odds with each other like, and, we, and we already have so the, the other argument is we already have a police accountability board so should we get rid of that one because that also doesn't support the police i mean the when i was little and i now i don't know if it was little but just more naive i guess and you would hear internal investigation that sounded like really badass right like whoa they're doing an internal investigation but then as you start to figure out life a little bit and you know like when you're in like 16 and you hear you're watching a cop show they did an internal investigation you're like wow i must have figured it out and now they're like oh an internal investigation means they just investigated themselves yeah. therefore they're going to figure out that they did nothing wrong of course exactly there's an op- there's i mean it's a way to i would say increase the public trust when you can get rid of those conflicts of interest in internal investigations and I mean, to me, I, I just guess I don't see how this is an either or scenario. I know that it's, you know, lots of hot takes on politics, like to boil things down to an either or scenario, like you either support the police or you support the oversight board. But I just don't know why things have to be an either or issue all the time. And the idea here that Bill's fiance, the Lacrosse County Republican Party chair, I should say, Bill Fian, he says that the uh, this will no doubt cost 
county taxpayers. This will no doubt, so no doubt, he says, no it's doubt. going to cost the taxpayers hundreds of thousands of dollars. Does the Cross County Board cost the taxpayers hundreds of thousands of dollars? My impression, based on talking to people and hear and hearing from people who are in the know about this, is that there is in fact doubt about how much this would cost. Right? right. I, I haven't heard a dollar amount. Right, and they probably don't know. No. Except the only person that does know is Bill Fian. Bill Fian. Bill Fian is the only person that knows that the uh, accountability, uh, a, a police accountability board, is going to cost. Lacrosse taxpayers, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, I guess we should just get rid of all accountability boards. Uh, Triple Tom is calling in. So, Tregoski, all right, here we go. Tom, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, you're right. Nobody really knows how much it will cost. But uh, I can tell you from watching what's happened around other areas in America, uh, there will be a huge amount of court cases and challenges and lawyer fees, et cetera. So it, it can be and will be expensive if they do it. But, but here's why this committee is, is a huge problem. First of all, our police improve every single year. We, they, when, whenever something goes wrong with the police, they, they do get an awful lot of media coverage, and uh, they are unfairly attacked. You have to remember, we give them extremely difficult jobs, well, and there's a me, huge amount of psychology that goes into the job that they do. Can you give and me to an have a bunch of citizens with no police representation at all is just simply not a good thing. Can you give they, me an they, example, they, Tom? citizens don't understand nope. what the police Hello. have to do, but go ahead. Comment. Can you give me an example, Tom, of the police being untreated, treated unfairly because they did something in, wrong? Every time there is a, uh, a, a police officer that uh, has some kind of uh, uh, problem with a citizen, whether he's black or white or Mexican or whatever, uh, the media picks up on it, and the policeman is suspect uh, for doing his job, and they don't wait for the details. An example, Rick, would be a while back you were talking about the young lady who uh, was claiming that someone was making racial comments against her. It turns out she was doing it herself. And so we, 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 the people should leave police alone until they get the details. And then when they do get the details, they need to understand how difficult of a job and how fast of a decision these police officers are, make. Are you talking and about so, a, are, were you talking about the Viterbo student? Yes. Okay. How did how was that? How did that affect the police? Uh, basically, because uh, did the police do something uh, wrong you, there? You in particular, Rick, had made several comments that she was uh, being picked on by people of the Lacrosse area, and not necessarily the police, but, uh, right, but, but the community. But and we're so, talking about the police. Uh, the police were picked on in the same way that uh, the citizens were. When we all assumed that there was a racist somewhere in the Turbo that was causing problems, and turns out there wasn't. Well, we haven't figured that out yet either. I mean, she did something after that that was pretty sketch but uh that had nothing to do with the police the program rick that had nothing to do with uh the police doing something incorrectly uh you're right rick that's uh you're right okay so but anyhow to make my point it's very simple that the people on this committee are not going to get their facts from the police they're going to get it from the media and from what they personally think they they cannot put themselves in the police officer's shoes because they haven't been there all right thanks for the call tom um the kind of the point right i mean just the we would we would probably get people on this when we this is the this is where we're at we're trying to figure out who would be on an oversight board looking into police matters uh there's a lot of assumptions about what this board would look like when we don't really know what this board would look like who would be on it what it would do 
what its resources would yeah, be. Yeah, we're still at the committee phase of figuring out what the board would look like. <laughs> and these are important debates to have, but you know, we shouldn't base our assessment of this committee that doesn't exist off of what we think it might look like. I mean, having having somebody with law enforcement experience that isn't currently or formerly a police officer can exist, right? There's got to be somebody out there that hey, you know what? I you know, like uh Tim Grinky's uh the district attorney, right? Like people like that, that, that are, that are just sure. regular citizens. I, it's I, just, it's just strange how much this is riling people up before we know really anything of substance about what this committee would look like. Well, what if we flipped it? What if we had an oversight committee out, like, uh, an, a, an, an assembly, a Wisconsin state legislature oversight committee? <laughs> that the a group that looked into the Wisconsin state legislature the dealings that they do the $500 an hour lawyers the, the republicans want to f- hire a $500 an hour lawyer well does somebody in the state legislature have a relationship in one way or another and then uh and 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 to to look into that we should have the legislatures be in on that oversight committee we should have you know ju- uh Robin Voss, he should be part of that committee, <laughs> or should we have an outside people outside of the government looking at what the government is doing? I feel like we have that, right? We probably have a couple of those committees. Oh yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. It, no, this is all about sort of public confidence in these institutions, right? And taking away potential conflicts of interest from oversight. And we don't know. There's so much we don't know about this oversight committee, which is why it's blowing my mind a little bit how people are sort of like filling in their assumptions about what this committee will do, what it won't do. There is so much that we have yet to find out about this committee. I would just plead with people to just maybe wait a little bit until some of the details are filled in and let the debate carry out and let's just see what happens. Uh, libertarian guy texts in, uh, we're trying to figure out what this committee will do. What exactly is their mission going to be? What will their what will be their purpose? They are creating this committee before they have any idea. That's uh, back back ass words, he says. That's back ass backwards? Uh, back ass words? Is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. But um, yeah, those are good questions. Like, what is the committee going to do? Those are great we questions, should, we, yeah. The, like, we'll probably have a Zoom meeting about it every month. Yeah, (laughs) those are totally reasonable questions. There is just so much more that is unknown compared to what is known. That's all I'm saying. Greg says the oversight committee for the legislature exists. It's called voters. Okay, so can we vote out our police officers then if they're, you know, like so. So apparently we should be voting on police officers. Doesn't always make sense for that. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, we vote on a sheriff, right? Um, All right, so. Let's see. Where else do we want to go with this thing? Um, we we were talking about the three hundred dollar. Yeah. Uh, Republicans axing three hundred dollar. Does does Wisconsin lose out in a way because because if we got rid of the three hundred dollar unemployment benefits and we ta- we always want to talk about what things are going to cost. What's this oversight committee going to cost? Well, if we get rid of the unemployment benefits, doesn't our tax money then just go to other states? 
that are giving people unemployment benefits? Uh, that's it. right. Well, because the $300 per week unemployment supplement comes from the federal government. So that is on top of whatever the state unemployment system is paying out to people already. So do you want to give your tax money to unemployed people in one state or this state, I guess is the question there. Um, on, on top of that, the, the other thing that Republicans axed or will act, well, are they going to? Well, is there any chance that next week in the special session over, uh, what are we calling it, Badger Care? Badger Medicaid Care, expansion, yep. The idea that we're going to take Fed money to lower the cost of health insurance. I don't, I don't understand the debate again, but is there any chance that we do hold that special session or are they going to, is it going to be an under a minute thing? It's going to be an under a minute thing. The Republican leadership has indicated that they will gavel in and gavel out, which is hard to keep track at this point of all the gavel in, gavel no, it's out not. special four. session. There's four? Be four. Okay. It will be four if they do it next week. We so, should have like a counter on the wall. Yeah. Like. I was thinking about getting a whiteboard <laughs> and just having, um, there's that ESPN show where they have the journalists and the, the guy from Denver, um, always has like a funny phrase. I can't think of his name. And he, I haven't seen the show in years. So, um, but he always has a funny phrase. Millie's just going crazy in here. She, I think she wants to escape. She might be smelling brats outside now that all the brats in here have been eaten. Um, all right, we're going to take one more quick break. Uh, we'll be back with UW Lacrosse political science professor Anthony Jagoski after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Joe is calling in as you drop your headphones, of course, right on cue. Millie knocked them over. Oh, I'm blaming Millie. I'm blaming Millie for this. Blaming one. my dog. <laughs> Just laying over here panting, panting away. Uh, all right, Joe's calling in. Joe, go ahead. You're on the email. Hey man, I suppose I don't know if you guys broke this news or not. I saw on your website there that one of the fine people in town who's running around talking about how bad the cops are put on a couple seminars in La Crosse in October to talk about how bad the people in La Crosse are, just got busted for solicitation of a prostitute. So I just want to break that news out there that the people who are telling us to watch our cops and they're doing stuff wrong and and our little city here is terrible, let's get the trash out of here like Keontae and never let those people back in our city again. Thanks. Yeah, uh, I saw that story. Um, probably one of the guys that maybe wouldn't be on the oversight board then, maybe. Or they he get- has experience with the police and knows how police treat people that are getting arrested for soliciting prostitution. Therefore, he'd be the perfect example. Like a surgeon. If a surgeon never... if it, I'm a surgeon. I work on torn ACLs. You know what a surgeon that works on torn ACLs should do? Should go through the 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 torn ACL themselves. That should be part of the process of becoming a surgeon. Um, Keontae Turner here uh, allegedly uh, soliciting a prostitute must know how the police are treating people that get arrested. Then I guess no, maybe not a great candidate for this board now. Yeah, probably not. I mean. Unless you want to use my example, I don't sure. know. He's just, I don't know if they like physically or, or literally arrested him or anything like that. Like you know, cuffs and you know, pu- pull push the head down and into the back of the cop car. Keontae w- was on my show uh, one time, and uh, I will say he's uh, we've played basketball together. Not a great basketball player. I'll just bring that up. It's nothing to do with anything else. Who you? Well, me too. <laughs> at this point in life, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Yeah, that's uh. uh Got, we we tried to find this earlier today, and I just I couldn't go, couldn't get enough of the facts to actually bring that up. So that's a story that's out there now. Is one of these people 
uh, in our community arrested. Arrested for that? How how are we how are we categorizing that, Trigoski? Did you see? I guess I I just I mean it's it's coming on the fly, so we don't have a ton of details. Cited. 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 Okay. Um, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line. Um, oh, Joe, Joe, Joe is back. Joe, are you back? Hey, I remember when he called your show. He trashed the whole town. He trashed the cops. He talked yeah. about how just because he was black, they pulled him over. Then he talked. I think he was he the one that worked at Gunderson. Yeah, he, he had he was, a weird he had he was, a weird story he where speaking, he was a dude that was walking through a parking lot and somebody locked their doors and he blamed it on his color. What a piece of trash this guy is! Get him out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, he had a weird story where he he was he was in his green getup from g- working at Gunderson and he walked he was walking to or from and somebody in the parking lot a, I, I believe a white woman did the whole door lock as he walked by. And then he decided to approach her and ask her why she locked her doors. And then he said that she said it was because he was black. And then I, I'm, I'm sure he had a very uncomfortable conversation with somebody about that. It was a weird, it was a little bit of a weird story, but I honestly, like, I don't know what I'm not black, so I'm not going through uh, things like that. So, um, but yeah, he was, he was on my show and, um, he had another story too. Oh, that I had him on the show around that time when that uh, woman from Viterbo had racist things uh, written on her door. So, and then the Viterbo had uh, a couple of. And did he run and lose for a city council? He ran and lost against Doug Happel, who yeah. is on the uh, the fire police and fire commission, yeah. the oversight board for the police right now. Yeah. So, oddly enough, uh, he did run against Doug Happel and uh, and lost that that one. So, um, Joella texts in. So, Joella, the former chair of the committee to create an oversight board, she texted in, Libertarian guys, great questions are exactly what the formal committee will be charged with answering before a final model for an oversight board will be proposed so she says those are great questions libertarian guy which is weird like all the hot takes about this committee when we're still at this very early planning phase yeah (laughs) a lot of hot takes hundreds of thousands of dollars is like maybe the hottest take that is a hot take uh libertarian guy is on the phone now libertarian guy hey go ahead you got about uh, we got to get we got about three minutes here I can I can be quick, Rick. Thanks yeah. for the opportunity. All this talk about this police oversight committee is just too much for me to sit back and remain silent as I listen to the two of you talking about this. Yeah. I, I just have to point out, like some other callers have, um, the, the, the police across the nation are pretty demoralized over the unfair reporting in the media and the way the media has done all this race baiting and so on and so forth. That's a general statement. I think locally... I think our police do a really wonderful job. They they truly do. I don't hear any stories about any problems or wrongdoing that our police force in La Crosse has done. And I get the feeling that the county board has decided, again, I use this phrase, they're a solution in search of a problem. They're trying to create this oversight board or oversight committee, and they don't seem to know what their mission is going to be. They don't seem to know who's going to be on it. And I haven't heard anybody on the city or the the, the county uh, board explain what the evidence is that the police have done something wrong in our community. They you know, have was, not explained or justified why we need it. As it far was, as cost is concerned, you know, it was a year ago I have no that. Idea what, 
I, I, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'm trying to be quick. I have no idea what the cost is going to be, but anytime you create a government program, it's always costly, and costs always exceed that which is expected. All right, you know, it was a year ago that the uh, the city settled a discrimination case with a police officer for eighty three thousand dollars. Okay, so one year ago there was one case, and now we need an oversight committee. Well, that's a case. I mean, there's there was another one, but this is the latest oh, one. Okay. So. Okay. Well, I'd like to hear the county board explain exactly why we need one. Um, one case or two cases yep. is not enough to, in my mind, to go forward with this. It was five years ago that the city settled a $50,000 settlement with uh, a oh, discrimination case. So, the uh, horror. We should put the police in jail. Well, it's cost uh, your tax money 83000 plus $50,000. And you don't care about that? Or the discrimination well, that happened within that, the but we don't police? know what the cost of this oversight board is. There's also going to be a morale cost. Well, it sounds like we state. do know the and cost. We do know. We already know it's going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> it sounds like it, it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> like, of course, we don't know the cost of the county. The libertarian guy is libertarian guy. So anything that costs money, therefore, we don't need because, like, the government's going to spend money on a thing. So, I mean, that's just his, oh, and your headphones broke. Good. I see that now. So Millie got all tangled up, and I was, like, in a panic trying to get it untangled from her feet. The audacity that you blame my dog for breaking headphones, (laughs) creating this (laughs) discomfort with you having to hold your your, – clearly – I mean, it's on video, Chagoski. We have it on – anyone want to screenshot the video where Chagoski broke his own headphones and then pointed and blamed the dog? (laughs) Feel free to do that. All right, that's all the time I have. I sorry to cut you off, libertarian guy, but we had to we had to break there, and I had to make fun of Chagoski for his broken <laughs> headphones and blaming my dog. Um, all right, have a good weekend, everybody.